Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Day Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Got so much mail. Hey, everyone, you're gonna want to you're gonna listen to this one in three parts because it's gonna be Ooh. long. And the mail is it gets into a lot of s- deep psychological stuff. It's gonna take a while to dissect. So <laughs> everybody, just really settle in, prepare prepare three or four drinks, and just listen. To the quiet storm of this podcast. What's up, man? I I, I was to trying to decide whether to rescue you or not by playing that drop. I I never need to be rescued. I will dig myself way deeper. Okay, I'm never done. I believe digging. that you will. Uh, I was thinking about. So I went to the bathroom before we recorded this podcast, and I was thinking That's about hot. yeah. The time that I had to pee on the podcast, and you sure. had no idea, and you thought that maybe I dropped the call just because I'd been silent for yep a solid minute peeing into a it Burger was a King problem cup. that we had from time to time had depending on what technology we were using for the pod, so it was right. plausible. Yeah, because when I duck my mic, it's like I'm basically Gone. transmitting no sound at all. Yeah, so uh, I was thinking about that and how you you can't see me on camera, so every time. Like we don't well, good. I don't want to do see this. you in that case. Well, for sure, but like every time we there's any silence on either side, I'm like, uh, did he drop? <laughs> yep. <sighs> yeah, we should do this in studio together, I guess. Nah, I don't want to look you in the face while I do it. No, it would back to back for sure. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe two studios, but like there's a a window. <laughs> yeah, we can see each other, and I can. If we want. Maybe you can't see me. But, like, you could see if I waved a green paddle above my head. Like, yes. say we each had a ping pong paddle with a green side and a just red to side. Just let me know everything was I just totally wave the cool. green side at you, and if if you were still there, you'd wave the your green side back. You know, that kind of thing. Sounds like a good system. This sounds like a much more expensive studio than a normal studio. It's some kind of double studio, and we should build no, that. It's just, it's just two little isolation booths, I mean. Um, I used to work... Uh, in an office that had a little vocal isolation booth. For and it was like, we didn't record that much video content, but I guess we occasionally maybe had to record some, but it mostly ended up being a little one-man conference room hmm. that was kind of the best conference room to be in because you couldn't hear any outside noise, and it had a comfy chair in it. Was it, it too small you and your laptop? For other people to go, like if they opened the door and saw you were in there, they'd know there wasn't room for a second person? Absolutely. Yeah. That's that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was the size of a kind of a large phone booth, you know. Nice. <laughs> also, I think when you went to schedule it, it was called phone booth. And you didn't just do your um, you didn't do your news radio fantasies. 
in there? Uh, no. <laughs> it wasn't glass-sided, so I didn't feel like uh, I could, you know, fill it all up with tobacco smoke or whatever. Well, I don't know if you remember, but in the pilot, they also, the break room was a sound booth also, so... It's for oh, all the shit. it's for all the news radio fans out there. A little bit of deep that deepness right there. The news radio pilot is better than many pilots. It's mm-hmm. just the scene where Dave is on the air saying Cincinnati over and over again <laughs> is very difficult for me to watch. Yes, in that way that um, embarrassing things make people's tummies hurt, and they don't want to watch them anymore. Uh, exactly. I don't want to get a tummy ache. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Play the game of basketball. Here's Ben McNeil to tell you all about it. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Mailbag by Brother Dave. You don't want me to just do... Just do scenes? Just, radio bits? Just go right off, do some scenes? Uh, I don't have a bumper to play for just like Matt recounts news radio. Then <laughs> <laughs> I just... Then I... Me over and over going, and then Dave's like... <laughs> <laughs> and then Jimmy James is like, honestly, it would probably be one of the better segments we do. Mm. Right, Way back on February. Ooh. Next, sorry, next time. I just said next time. Let's go. God. Way back on February 19th, Shannon wrote in, the Horror Channel has done it again. We don't watch the Horror Channel, by the way, just flipping through channels. Seems a strange place for Star Trek, though. The description of this episode they were watching, Matthew, Ooh. is... Kirk has had many crazy girlfriends, but yeah. this one swaps bodies with him. Uh, well, that would be the very last one, which lost that its week. Correct. Season 3, episode 24 of 24, according to this. Yeah. Turnabout Intruder. It did suck, for sure. It was a very bad episode. It did lose its last week, but that gave us a nice clean out week where we didn't have to play a losing <laughs> yep. song. We could play all three themes. And I think Enterprise did us the favor of losing its last week also with uh, Yes. These are the, the voyages or whatever the William fuck. Riker. I wonder if that the was big, the official big Riker show. The full title and they just they thought maybe it was a little too on the nose. Let's cut that Riker part. Uh, on the 20th, Ryan wrote in at Brother Date For an organization slash culture that seems to pride itself on teamwork, it is weird that they would revere marathoners and wrestlers so much. Uh, Yeah, I suppose so. Those are individual sports for sure. Um, I don't even know what the point they're trying to make when they choose the sports, like what point they're making. They're like not the conventional ones that are popular now, but also not ones that are new. Maybe they fucking, they looked at Patrick Stewart and they were like, what sport could this guy have been? Oh, like sure. A superstar at, and they he's were like, not I don't know, tall. man, maybe he was a good runner. He's not beefy, but he's also not like a fat guy. So, yeah, I guess. <laughs> he's just one of those running, guys. He's, he's guy shaped. Um, and he probably tried to pitch uh, equestrian events, and they were like, I don't know, man. I don't know if we can sell that at Starfleet Academy, you could become like the local hero for beating the upperclassmen at horse jumping or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we Is want... that even a sport that men do? I don't even, I don't know if we want to portray that image of Starfleet Academy. <laughs> I think people already associate the Federation <laughs> with a certain amount of upper crust. I don't think we need to go any further. Uh, uh, I mean, it, so there is a, a sort of individualism in the Federation culture, especially as portrayed in TNG, where everyone's like about bettering themselves. Yes. They just don't seem to do it at the expense of others. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, typically. 
uh, yeah, there is this thing about how uh, the only thing that exists now is weird personal ambition about being like the best botanist. Right. Or the best guy who builds bad robots or whatever. My robots are the worst robots. Uh, <laughs> just thinking about Noonie and Sue. <laughs> just thinking about what his claim to fame was. You know how there are okay. You know how there's like fifteen different models of android that look exactly like people already, and like can have emotions and are still super strong. But what if we <laughs> built one that had like crazy pale skin and yellow eyes, and said it didn't have emotions and couldn't use contractions and stuff? But we used positronics. Listen, it's a it's a fucking wild idea. I think Data's wrong when he says about Lol that he was able to give her more realistic skin and eye color mm-hmm. like hey bud i think he i think dr soon wanted the world to know you were an android that's right he was not i think that was part of his realistic plan. that's why you crane your neck around all weird and you're constantly telling people you're an android i think because first of all by the time he built you he apparently already had a reputation as an old kook who was never gonna build an android yeah <laughs> Trying to remember the name of the guy on the colony in the diary. Old Tom Handy or something? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Some weird farm colony. Because if they had the weird creeper building androids in the shack. Ugh. Oh, uh, man. You know old Tom Handy must have hated Noonie and Soong the way residents of every state hate people who move there from California. <laughs> That's right. Exactly right. And also... Noonien Soong told us all that stuff about how he never moves anywhere if he doesn't, like, know he's Have got an a, escape plan. An escape plan or a fucking backdoor exit or something. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy sucks on Maine. Everyone knows it. I guess uh, maybe it was just, you know, like some passed down wisdom from his granddaddy. Oh, uh, great. Yeah. Terrible nightmare man. Eric. Eric Soong. Mm-hmm. With an A. A Eric, yeah, I think. Jailhouse Eric, they used to call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, five days ago, Ryan wrote in. Do you want to talk more about the weird individualism of Star Trek? Because I kind of don't. <laughs> I was going to say this is that. not. I'm sorry, that's me interrupting. That's not actually what Ryan wrote in. I was just going to say that's what it leads to. It leads to guys like that who are like, I'm going to make my crazy reputation on this thing because I can't be a billionaire or whatever. And everyone's going to hate me as much as they hate every billionaire. I think that's about it. (laughs) Uh, Five days ago, Ryan wrote in, at Brother Date, I didn't catch in his recording that Garrett Wong listened to a few episodes of your podcast. That's actually pretty cool, I think. I don't know where you got that impression now. I I don't think he did, and I don't want him to ever listen to it. I mean, I do. I, I do. I don't want him to cry, but I would like him to hear the feedback and maybe, like, internalize it and just kind of take it in and live with it a little bit and walk around with it and then maybe what's he, try acting what's again. What's he going to do with it now? He's not making any more episodes of Voyager. No, but you know he'll appear in whatever fan-made Star Trek exists, right? So, you know. Yeah, do you think maybe he'll show up as Captain Harry Kim in Lower Decks Season 4 or <laughs> yeah. whatever, animated? Or, that's right. He could show up in one of the new ones maybe or even uh, do another bit on STO and maybe he'll... Commanding his ship from Star Trek Online, I think he commands the Rhode Island. Oh, boy, that is that is a, a boring name for a ship for a, a boring character. The Rhode Island. Has Eric ever been to Rhode Island? I wonder. It's a good question. Maybe, you know, I don't think in the 
four full seasons and half of the fifth that we've seen so far he has. No, and he didn't go there when he was in that alternate timeline either. He did go to Nice. Where would where did he find Tom Paris? Uh, wherever Marseille? the fuck Sandrine's is, right? It was Marseille, maybe. Ah, <clears throat> uh, f- uh, four days ago, you wrote, "2,000 years in sports criticism is essentially unchanged," and you were retweeting Texas Trevor. <laughs> Not on purpose. Who wrote, rooting for laundry has been going on since the Roman Empire, as sports logo at SportsLogoNet and at Todd Radom point out in Fabric of the Game. This was tweeted at Uniwatch, which is probably how you saw it. Yes. And the, it says, uh, uh, Pliny the Younger, writing to his friend Calvisius Rufus, Good name. described the childish passion of the fans and their partisan rooting interests. Uh, the quote is, if, indeed, they were attracted by the swiftness of the horses or the skill of the men, one could account for this enthusiasm. But, in fact, it is a bit of cloth they favor, a bit of cloth that captivates them. And if, during the running, the racers were to exchange colors, their partisans would change sides and instantly forsake the very drivers and horses whom they were just before recognizing from afar and clamorously saluting by name. <laughs> it's like, it's literally what people criticize most sports fans for. That all they do is sure. for a jersey, and it doesn't matter who's in it or whatever. All they care about is that the blue team wins or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, and this everybody. But I was just gonna say this is a guy who lived from like sixty to like a hundred and ten. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> they already knew back then that this was a very I, dumb pursuit. As soon as there were sports, or as soon as there was any passion or hobby, there was someone exclaiming that everyone else was doing it wrong. That's right. And by the way, we've actually gone so much further in this direction, because if you try to be a fan the other way, where you're like, I'm a big LeBron fan, I love LeBron, and wherever LeBron goes, that's where I go, people hate your guts and want you to die. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So we've actually gone so far in this direction since then. But I think this is the point the guy is making, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you would be considered unnatural or wrong if you followed the guy when he started wearing a red cord tied around his foreskin or whatever they used to wear when they did sure. athletics in right. those days. That sounds about right. Right? No clothes, but they would tie a cord just so, you know, no one sees your shameful, shameful glands. Uh, I wasn't really paying attention when they went around the turn there. Which guy's which? I can only see their butt cracks. Is it... <laughs> Do you know which guy it is? No? Oh, I'll just wait till they come around again. It's fine. Uh, two days ago, Ryan asked uh, at Brother Date, would you do a holiday bracket? Literally rank the holidays? Hell yeah, we would. We should have actually done that. I didn't even remember that tweet came in. <laughs> that would have been a good way to kill some time today. Yeah, hell yeah, we could do that. I feel like that's uh, an easy no, one. Yeah, it is super easy. Number one, best holiday, Thanksgiving. You always get two days off. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's I mean, good as hell. You don't always. I guess it depends on your job. Like, when I worked at the newspaper, I didn't get either day off. Okay, sure, but the tradition days off, but is yes, to get two days off. Two days is pretty legit. But, I mean, would you argue there's a tradition of, like, winter holidays between Christmas and New Year's? Uh, it, But it's kind of a tradition where you, m- most of the time, you have to burn some holidays, mm-hmm. some some PTO to do that. I guess that's true. Everyone understands if you do it. No one makes a stink about it, but it's Dude. only in the last 
10 years in the tech industry that that's just been a week off for everybody for me. Do um do any of the festivities or um, common menus or anything like that play into this ranking, or will it solely be based on PTO? Use? Oh, good question. I hate them all. Okay, good. <laughs> I hate all of the actual holiday activities and food. Nice. <laughs> For some reason, in this country, we uh-huh. have decided that the holiday food is turkey, and turkey is bullshit. Uh, it's definitely Thanksgiving, obviously. It's a big one on Christmas as well. Um, so I guess the winter, the fall and winter holidays for sure are, are yeah. turkey themed. But if someone was like, hey, I'm doing a big Easter dinner, I guess Easter's ham. Yep. That's a ham one. Yeah. You know, for people who can. But it's fucking never what I want, which is, uh, you know, there's no holiday where we get food from eight elements Indian cuisine. <laughs> over on Capital Expressway. <laughs> sure. Well, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. We do need to have one where we implement that some kind of Indian buffet is on the table for this. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> I'd appreciate it. It's, it's just like uh, all of our holiday food is the blandest, whitest food. That's. I mean, you're right. You're right, and those things over time become very tiring. Yeah. I certainly haven't looked forward to like a Thanksgiving or Christmas meal in a long time because it's not. It's probably not what I'd rather be eating. If like if you, you asked me some... the morning of Thanksgiving any time in the last ten years, the answer would probably be Thai food, or right? <laughs> Korean food, or just something else, something different. And it, the worst thing is, is you'll go to someone's house and it'll be like, "This is uh, this is my grandmother's recipe for stuffing." Oh boy! And it's like your grandmother thought sage was a pretty neat idea. <laughs> like it's true. She. She had three spices at her command, and one she had sage, that's an herb, and then she had salt and pepper, and she had paprika, and it, but not one that had flavor. It just made it red. That's right. Yeah, mostly and for color. She didn't put the red one in the stuffing. No. Well, she didn't want it to look all weird and red. Exactly. That's what I'm supposed to So, look. like, uh, it's trash. There's no holiday where we eat Tom Kagai soup or, no. uh, yeah, so... No, there are no- I hate all of it. I, I don't like uh I don't like Christmas presents because there's no fucking upside. <laughs> it's all it's all downside. <laughs> Someone gives you a fedora or a <laughs> shirt that makes you seem like a mean asshole. Sure. That happens. That, those are things that happen. Yeah, um Christmas seemed pretty cool when we were kids, but I think it's because we actually wanted things. It was cool because you could get a secret of mana. Yeah, you can't get that no more. Not You can get it, of course, but you can't get that experience back. Exactly. Of playing Secret of Mana for the first time. That's never coming back. There was no internet and I didn't have a job, so Christmas was cool. Yeah, it has been pretty shitty as an adult. Um, okay, what about drinking? Do you care at all about that? There's some people who are big into drinking. I'm too tired for it, but like... I'm 40 years holidays. old and drinking gives me heartburn, Yeah. so no. It just makes me sleep. I just get sleepy now, so... It's not so much. Um, uh, festivities I talked about earlier. Do you care at all about fireworks or, um, uh, I don't know, parties? No. Holiday <laughs> parties have too many people at them. That's true. Yep, that is a problem it's with parties. too big of a party. Uh, fireworks just mean that my cat's scared and I can't sleep. <laughs> Because you'd prefer to sleep through the fireworks. That's how you're. That's the application you're using them for. That's late. 
I'd yeah. rather sleep. Well, certainly on New Year's, New Year's Eve, it's late. I think they do them a little bit earlier on Fourth of July. Yeah, but. the fireworks after the A's game is fine. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think of one that might that might do it for you, aside from getting the two days off at Thanksgiving. You don't care about dressing up for Halloween. Nah, or I don't. adult it's like Halloween the parties. Truck. That's a very. That's I was I was gonna say depressing. I'll just say self-deprecating. I guess. <laughs> rough uh yeah no uh, man if i put on a costume my costume is immediately fat whatever the costume is well what if it's babe ruth okay but then it's not like young hail babe ruth he never really looked young people in those days it was hard to look young you basically you were 17 you looked 42 hey hey comparatively compared to get the name babe some coal miner gave him the nickname probably as a way to hurt his feelings you should look like some babe. My name, my name's Rust. They just call me Rust because that's what I my general demeanor is like. Rust, Rust Russell. They had crazy nicknames back then. I told you we looked up Cy Young's name to see if his name was gonna be Cyrus. Uh huh. But it was Raymond. No, not Raymond. It was some. Um, Something true young, but it was not. It didn't start with Cy. Cy was for Cyclone, because they thought mm. that was such a cool nickname for him back then. Um, hmm. All right, not Halloween. Uh, boy. Well, back in those days, a Cyclone was a thing that occurred with no warning. Oh, yeah. No one could forecast that shit. Right. There, when there was no weather forecasting, tornadoes were probably a lot scarier. And, you know, also... No matter where you lived, you were in pretty great danger. There was no yeah. cool underground place to go. That was a lot of work back then. To make a sometimes shelter. the ground is hard. Then yeah, full what of do rocks. you do if you don't have like you know heavy equipment? And there's one kind of steel in the whole world, and it's expensive. Yeah, because it's for so ships. You're, you got a shovel that's made out of something. They got a kind of iron called butt iron. You've been using lately. <laughs> Not only is it expensive, it's for ships, and you'd be unpatriotic to use it. Oh, well, 100%. You keep using bricks. <laughs> um, Well, they tried to build ships out of bricks. They didn't, they didn't do so very good. Man, I can't think of a holiday that's going to appeal then. Obviously, well, St. Patrick's, you got your... That's not even a day off or anything. It's not even a real holiday. No, that's right. just the month you you keep listening to the Dubliners. If we did a bracket, would you even count ones that didn't give you a day off, or will this be a, this is going to be a small like eight eight holiday bracket? I mean, I think you got to... Well, so it is troubling because at some point you're like Arbor Day, or then it's like, hey, what about uh, Star Wars Day on May fourth? No, that doesn't count. We can't count that. Um, boy, now I wonder if there's any point in doing the bracket since you hate all of them. I mean, I don't like any of them either, really. It's kind of tough. Getting old as hell, I guess. Okay, here's what I like about the holiday New Year's Eve. Okay. Specifically, you have the next day off. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to work that day. Sometimes. But, you know, often it's just a half day or something. People are pretty And chill. no one really expects much out of you, usually. Yeah. I've worked a lot of shitty holiday shifts at shitty jobs, and it's mostly playing ping pong. You know, 
Yeah. If you don't know what I'm saying. <clears throat> I mean, I do, except I never played the ping pong or the foosball. Uh, I did work at a job where we had a Galaga cabinet. I Ooh. played that sometimes. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was it was okay. I think it also had Miss Pac-Man. It was one of them fake ones. Oh, it's got, this is one of those. It's got 400 games. It's got no. It just had the two, but it was still like an emulator. <laughs> That's fucking dumb. It is dumb. It should have had. It didn't even have Golden Axe or anything cool. I was gonna say we got like Ice Climbers or whatever that one was called, but no, it didn't even have that. Put the fucking Simpsons game on there. I'll be Marge with that vacuum. But no, it had fucking Galaga and Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, Simpsons was some legit four-player business in the olden days. Didn't even matter who you got. Well, I don't know, Matt. What holiday do you like? None of them. There isn't one. Yeah, all right. So this bracket's sunk. Yeah, that's too bad. (laughs) Ryan also wrote, uh, not sure about the TV show, but in real life, Morimoto does the shit out of ribs. Wait, has he been to Morimoto's house? Uh, He must have been to probably a Halloween. Probably had Morimoto come over for a Halloween party, but (laughs) talked him into doing the ribs. (laughs) That sounds like a hell of a fucking party. I want to go to that one. That's the party I like. The yeah, the hey, Ryan, when everyone's around. when everyone's vaccinated for Halloween, can you invite Morimoto over again? I'll yeah. go. To, I'll put on a costume and go to that. I would too. I'll go sure. as Fat Morimoto. My memory of him was that he was great, but I I desperately want to watch them and find out if that was just youth. You know, you think you know who this the Iron gonna... Chefs are, and then you grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is. I guess that is growing old, isn't it, Matt? <laughs> it turns out that the guy who makes the video game that you like hit his wife one time, and it turns out that Morimoto sure. isn't as good as you thought he was when you were watching Iron Chef. And it turns out that one of your a guy who wrote two two pretty good albums. Uh, <laughs> did a bad thing with beans and then <laughs> he's the bean dad and then everyone went to the rest of his fucking twitter and went here are all the other things he did wrong too so you can't even just go all right he was an asshole about the beans you have to go nah yeah i guess he sucks Ah, uh, yeah he said a lot of stuff that's hurtful if you didn't know that he's one of the good guys <laughs> that's right exactly that's uh, that's the problem with twitter is that no uh, one knows you're uh, one of sorry. the good guys he assumed that only people who knew him would read his twitter oh no <laughs> he should have made it friends only if that's an option i don't have i don't really know i don't know man i don't think i've posted a tweet in oh boy i i'd have to look at my twitter to find out and i'm sure it's depressing to well, load into actual Twitter. Justice for college tweets every once in a while. Yeah, I, I have seen that he tweets a cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I even get to my fucking profile? I don't know if you saw, but the the bio I did says, since when did it make me too partisan to point out that Cole just challenged for leadership with the Klingon Hay Council was totally interfered with? Because <laughs> it was. And I don't care if that's political. Uh, he got stabbed. The last... The last thing I tweeted was a 23andMe report that said, based on my genetics, I have a slightly higher than average chance of hating the sound of others chewing. Oh. And I posted that in 2018. So it has been oh, just a bit. I got the same thing. And I and it's, it tracks. I don't like the sound. Ryan writes, now you're going to have to bear with me here because he uh, he does not. He uses the pronoun he with no referent. Or with the wrong referent. 
So he tweets, my brother took me to a Stanford game when he was still playing there, that he is not his brother. Yes. By the way, that confused me for a second. too. Wait a minute. No one told me he, his brother played at Stanford. <laughs> Only and after reading the time. whole thing did I go, oh, Andrew Luck. That's right. Yes, it's about Andrew Luck. <laughs> and spent a lot of time talking about how he wasn't necessarily the strongest, but he was a very intelligent quarterback and he had good prospects. His fans would come into my Kinko's in Menlo Park. They would make signs for his games there. Is this a Magic Johnson drafted. tweet? <laughs> this is the kind of tweet that Magic Johnson would send out. That description <laughs> of Andrew Luck was so elementary. <laughs> he had good well, this is prospects? What, what his brother told him. <laughs> so maybe his brother... No, I've met him. He's not Magic Johnson. <laughs> you, they didn't call him Irv? It wasn't Irvin? At this particular moment, I can't remember his name <laughs> is because... He a, is he older, younger? What, what is it? What's the deal? Uh, he's older. He's Ryan's half-brother, okay. and uh, he was not, like, still kicking around when I met Ryan. Yeah. Um, I'll just say, I mean, Andrew Luck was considered to be the best quarterback prospect to come out, maybe ever. There were people who said John Elway. There were people who said Peyton Manning or whatever. But, like, even Peyton Manning had Ryan Leaf. And everyone was just like, no, Andrew Luck's just, like, can't miss. Just perfect. Just a perfect quarterback. So when he said he had good prospects, I I laughed a little bit. Like, Magic Johnson will tweet something like, LeBron James is showing why he's the best player in the NBA. And you just go, yeah, I mean, we all know. We've all known. That's the common wisdom. Known for like 15 years. We all, we are on board. We get it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, then he tweets, then he got drafted, played for the Colts for a while, and then I have no idea what he's doing today. Yeah, he retired early. So he he was tired of getting knocked around. I don't know what he's doing either. Ryan's still, Ryan's still catching up. He says, damn, I did not see oranges beating apples. Uh, confession time. If I'm not repeating myself, I've always hated pears. I'm open to having my mind changed, though. <laughs> He's, I think he's lobbying for a box of that. That's nice. Maybe we'll send him a box of them. Well, now it would be rude to send him a box of fruit that we know he's always hated. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that last sentence mean, then? If it, if it's not, send me a box of that, what does it mean? Maybe it means that he likes to think he has an open mind. This is, listen, I'm traumatized because there was a solid year Early in my marriage, when every time we went to a slightly fancy restaurant, Katie would order the risotto Mm. because she'd never had a risotto she liked. But what if she was wrong? Oh, boy. That's a tough one. She she still never has. That's like how Marjan sometimes will order a thing and say what's in it. And she doesn't like any of the ingredients in it. (laughs) And then I have to go, why are you you doing that? Then that doesn't seem like the right choice. I'm not going to tell you what to order. You could order whatever you want. But like, why would you order the thing with all the ingredients that you don't like? Just in case. In case it's good. This seems like a recipe for disappointment. (laughs) But she still still hasn't Uh, hasn't got one. (laughs) Anyway, Shannon responds to that. Canned pears are delicious, but I almost never enjoy a fresh one. Uh, You got to get these good Oregon pears, Shannon. I know you got that Oregon hookup. I feel like someone, maybe her, someone said that recently about peaches? Oh, it's me. That's me for peaches. You said We never peaches? get good ones in the stores, but I'll eat canned peaches. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with canned fruit, by the way. Canned fruit, as long as it's not in the heavy syrup or whatever, is pretty good. 
Um, yep. You get it in its own juices or whatever, then it's great. Right. That's just, you know, if you can get good fresh fruit, that's obviously, that's where the shit is. Um, on March 2nd, Irvin Magic Johnson tweeted, looking forward to tonight's Lakers versus Suns <laughs> matchup. I can't wait to see LeBron go against his good friend, Chris Paul. That's it. That's a hot take. That's the whole thing. Thanks. Thanks, Magic. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your mailbag with my own mailbag. No, that's a good. Uh, it's frankly probably a more amusing segment, just like when you bring in a Jose Canseco tweet about mermaids. Or <laughs> I do sometimes just say out of nowhere, all mermaids are hermaphrodites. <laughs> and then I wait for someone to ask me why I said that and what I mean. Yeah, what was the purpose of you saying that? <laughs> did you what what did you want me to do in response to that thing that you said with your mouth? Listen to this. This is just like this is like if you were going to write a two-sentence recap of a game for the newspaper back in the day. Last night the Mavericks two stars led them to 115 to 97 win over the Nets. Luka scored 27 points and Porzingis had 18, but I was most impressed by the Mavericks defense. Is he bored? I don't know. Is he did, did did no one think to create a word document on his computer like creed thoughts that he could blog to? <laughs> That's right. Or just set it up so it looks like Twitter and just have him think yes. he's using Twitter. But he's really someone just... in his sphere could pay to have a weird Twitter clone set up to make him think that he was tweeting. Yeah. Uh, Ryan writes, who know who knew fruit was so polarizing? We did. That's why we talked about it constantly and how weird it was that Ben doesn't like fruit, and that's why there was a bracket. Yeah, we because whenever we would just bring it up randomly, we'd get like nine pieces of mail about it. So <laughs> then we had to keep doing it, you know. To, it's all about the content. Content is king here. You all know that. That's what they say. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, people uh, are really exercised about fruit, and even though the fruit bracket has now been over for a very long time, <laughs> for those of you that are still catching up, apparently it's still doing it for you. Uh, Ryan writes, uh, I cannot name another of his songs besides Wicked Game. Uh, well, there's <clears throat> Heart Shaped World, if that wasn't just the name of the album. He did that one, Bibbidi Bad Bad Thing, whatever that, whatever oh, that one sure is. He sure did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, one wasn't yeah, yeah. good. I was gonna, my immediate thought was to say Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. That is, of course, the Spin Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's their other song. I love the Spin Doctors. Uh, I'd love, I wish people would talk more about the Spin Doctors. Maybe I'll ask Irvin Magic Johnson his take. He said um, on February 18th, <laughs> I always love big NBA games. The Lakers versus Nets will still be exciting to watch, even without KD and AD, because of MVP candidates LeBron James and James Harden, as well as their teammates. Okay, for the next time we do this segment, Matt, <laughs> what I'm going to need you to do, and I don't care whether you find the actual song or grab this from Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. But I just need you to catch uh, that opening bit of that song that goes, oh, 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 it's magic. <laughs> sure. You know, and then uh, you'll say it's the magic hour or whatever, and sure. then then we could do the segment. 
Yeah, you can definitely do that. You don't want strange magic by um. Uh, this is not yellow. A <laughs> yellow who does strange magic? Uh, no, I mean obviously the number two would be the awful guitar break from uh, Magic Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not very good at all. Like those tweets, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Let's see though. I really need to know. Yeah, it's yellow. You gotta listen to that one. That's the that's a smooth jam. All right, hold on. We got nothing to do. We have, we have nothing at all to do, for sure. <laughs> we have no plans. I've just been reading Magic Johnson tweets. <laughs> I mean, what look, I love is the super loud mouse clicks I keep hearing too. <laughs> look, if you sorry about that, really going to set the scene. If you want, I can check out what Bruce Boxleitner's up to. Uh, I don't want to get depressed. His um, he retweeted somebody saying that their dentist has great taste in film and their dentist has a Tron poster on the wall. But it's not. I don't think it's anyone he knows. Maybe <laughs> it is. I don't know. Do you think he just does a search for Tron, or do people at Boxlightner <laughs> maybe when someone posts a Tron poster? Yo, check out this Tron I saw. Nope, 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 nope. Too jazzy. <laughs> I'm out immediately. <clears throat> somebody, as soon as that got as soon as that got chromatic, Matt, I was out of there. Somebody tweeted at Box Lightner. I used to own the Tron DVD with the extra bits, and I remember seeing footage of you overhanding a frisbee and clocking a red warrior in the head at a significant distance. My question: <laughs> Can you still do that? <laughs> Bruce Box Lightner says, "At my age, I may just hit myself in the head." <laughs> That's what's going on on Bruce Boxliner's Twitter. Oh, I don't can't immediately think of a catchy name for this Boxliner. <laughs> well, it's outside the Boxliner. I think we already named a whole episode. Oh, that, I think. Yeah, outside, so. the, outside the Boxliner. <laughs> um, he still posts a lot of pictures of him and Danica McKellar, so that's still happening. I think because he's still doing a show called Matchmaker Mysteries. So on the Hallmark. Channel. Wow. <laughs> we'll talk about Babylon 5 in a minute Oh good um, <laughs> Ryan wrote At brother date Tell me more about the world in which Matt throws elbows I'm intrigued uh, I mean I don't know That feels like a normal world <laughs> Elbows are pretty easy to throw And Pretty easy to get away afterward No I was, I was probably recounting the story That I often tell about being at that concert And being next to the one mosher just there's the only one. And of course, I think he was that was what it was about. Directly next to me and moshing in my business the whole time until I finally got sick of him. And I gave him one of those squirrel coffers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when you whip a nickel into somebody's ribs. <laughs> when you do it to a person that you can't use a nickel, that'll, that'll sting, but it nickel's won't. Nickel's not big enough. It won't make them limp away or anything. So, yeah, I used my <laughs> elbow. But um, I just wanted everyone to know, I didn't mean to hit that squirrel. Like, he, I threw it at that squirrel, for sure. Like, and I definitely went, I want to hit that squirrel with his nickel. But I thought I had no chance of hitting it. Because <laughs> it was quite far away. And I threw it very hard, figuring, well, I'm not going to hit anything. And I fucking hit it right in the side. And it did a little squirrel cough and limped away. And I assume it died. But I didn't mean to do it. Except I kind of did. But I didn't mean to. 
Well, you were young. Yeah, I was, I was only in college. So I don't want to know how. <laughs> I was only 20 or whatever. I was pretty young. Uh, Ryan wrote, I love live music if I can sit down. I think I reached that age about 10 years ago. Uh, he also meant to share this for our special episode, and it is, uh, and you'll have to go to our Twitter feed to see this, but it is a gif of Star Trek Enterprise. It's got a Constitution-class ship, but a, is it the refit Constitution from uh, the Abrams-verse? I don't know. It doesn't look normal. Blech. And it's got an Enterprise van with a big flame coming out the back. Those are in space over the Star Trek Enterprise location and uh, Worf, Geordi, and oh. Spock. None of whom are in the show Enterprise. Sure. Are in green. Their uniforms are all have all been tinted green in Photoshop. Well, look, I can now say that I know what they look like in green, these uniforms. And uh, it's not so good. I'm not sure this is the shade I would pick, though it is fairly close to the Enterprise green. I think that maybe these are a little bluer, but, but well, it's pretty I close. I think it's a couple of different greens. I don't well, think Spock's, Spock's green quite matches. Yeah, whenever they, they tinted his blue uni different than they tinted the yellow ones of of Worf and Geordi. And plus, they still got the yellow ring around the collar, so... <laughs> kind of It should lazy. say... Shouldn't it say something... It does. <laughs> shouldn't it say something like, Star Trek Enterprise will beam you up, or something like that? Oh, that's like when you put a better. tagline in here. Yeah, because they'll pick you up. That's what they say. That that would be way better. Yeah. Did you um, work for Enterprise Rent a Car? Yeah, briefly, very, very briefly. Okay. <laughs> I thought I half remembered that. Well, once I realized they were paying me peanuts to work fucking thirteen hours a day and wear like a business suit so I could clean cars or whatever and like walk around Boston in the winter, I went. No, I don't think I'm gonna do this anymore. <laughs> Despite the line from Step Brothers about how they have a good <laughs> corporate structure and they give you the tools to be your own boss or whatever. Yes, that's right. That's a joke that made me sweat. <laughs> As some jokes do when they get too close to home. Oh, that was a how did you feel ago. about when he rubbed his balls all over that drum set? Um, I felt I felt okay about that one. That one didn't make me sweat at all. It made me okay, excited. Okay. Well, now it's less good. Not sexually, just like... Got me pumped up, you know? Want to see Not what things all, I could rub my mischief. balls on. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. <clears throat> it's the end of the mailbag. Thank God. I hate that We don't segment. have a clip for that. I should I should just take the mailbag clip, reverse it in Audacity, and put it up here. And Might sound good. Call it Gablium, and we'll just go from there. I've been thinking of becoming a songwriter, but my main technique would just be to reverse popular songs and see which ones sounded good. <laughs> but, All backwards well, and listen, twisted up. That sounds a lot like something Rivers Cuomo would do, mm -hmm. so you know, you might have a couple of accidental hits That's where what you, I'm saying. you have reversed the same song. You'd be like, What if Call Me Maybe was backwards? <laughs> just like that was a, remember that one, that was a jam. I figure you reverse fucking thirty or forty songs, you're probably gonna find one that has a pretty interesting progression where you're like, Oh, wait a minute. That's something. No one's done that before. And then you're a fucking genius. But why did I give it away? <laughs> for free. For now on this gonna, podcast. Everyone's gonna do it. Up to 12 downloads will probably <laughs> happen right. of this in the next week. And uh, 
lot that of can't be from people. twelve distinct people. It just can't. But still, <laughs> well, that's why the. I mean, even their algorithm says we don't have that many. <laughs> no, their algorithm thinks we have seven subscribers, which still seems high. I don't know. It's possible. I'm Thirteen hold people hope. have downloaded the episode Butter Ben since oh, we recorded it. So that's nice. Not our best. We've had better numbers. Uh, we have. Wait, this is sortable. Our all-time top downloads is Good Fun on Hot Rocks, and that uh <laughs> has been downloaded twenty-four times. Mm, okay. You know, I tagged the episode before last BTS, just hoping. You know, <laughs> just hoping Army would find it. Just hoping Army would find it, and they would hate us, and they'd tear us apart. And you know, Army is vicious, but it'd be pretty great to be torn apart. Did you put Did you put a BTS song on your top twenty of twenty twenty? I did not, and that was going to make them very mad. That was the point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when they listened to my K-pop segment, oh, you had a you had a, not only that, but you had a different boy band on there. Oh yeah, I had a couple. Yeah, yeah. BTS ain't. They ain't up to snuff with Very Very and Monster X. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tag it again. I'll see I think you mean Dubious Monster X. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dubious Monster X, for sure. Oh, uh, anyway, that's how the end of the mailbag. Um, Matt, we finished watching the Babylon 5 pilot movie last night. Uh huh. We watched the first half like uh, up to two weeks ago. Well, luckily, whatever plot, day it was, the plot doesn't they really added... matter. <laughs> about the experience, <laughs> and then we re and Katie, uh, God bless her, suggested maybe even restarting it to watch the whole thing. And Ooh. I said, no, you'll 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 you won't have any trouble picking it up. No, it is not important. Changeling said, nets. How fucking... how much do you want to watch the part again where Jakar tries to pay <laughs> Lita Alexander for sex? <laughs> Is because he, the Narns like telepaths, but also he is nasty. In that one, does he at least give her the out of just paying for her, for the genetics? Yes, they don't have to he do does. the sex way. Okay, but he would prefer it I the other way. I couldn't remember whether he did that later and gave her the out later and was a real animal in the beginning. But no. <clears throat> well, he's for sure is the villain of the pilot and most of season one. Yeah, most of season one, you're supposed to be like. Londo's a good dude. He's a, a cool party animal, and we love Londo. But then, then you get the real, the big turn. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, don't, I mean, I was going to say don't spoil it, but I don't know which will come first. We'll get to season two of Babylon 5, or Katie will hear this episode. <laughs> yep. So this is kind of a quantum spoiler. Well, okay, um, so is has the decision been made to keep watching? I mean, I told her at the end, well, that was the worst episode of Babylon 5. That's true. That so, really is the worst one. I don't even, I've never, <laughs> I've seen that one like twice. I don't watch that one. Like at this point, it's kind of all uphill. Now, it is going to be uphill very slowly at first. <laughs> I still think you need to watch the reset pilot that aired when they were, went to TNT. That sets I up the could, series way better. I guess I could find it somewhere in, uh, I don't it's know probably it's somewhere on. in that run on HBO Max, right? I would hope so. Yeah, I'm going to check it out right now, everybody. It's called, like, In the Beginning, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Let me see. Bop, 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 bop. But I don't want, like, is it, like, is 50% of it what Box Lightner was up to? Yes. And then it's going to be... It, but he was up gonna to be some like, stuff. I have no attachment to this character at this point. No, oh, but then when she sees him later, she'll be like, this fucking... I know this fucking guy. This fucking guy is amazing. 
I um I found it very interesting while we were watching while you're looking that up uh, yeah. that she had questions about several of the actors uh, oh. where they were from okay. if they were going to keep doing that accent how many of them were dead uh, she didn't have uh, she didn't have so many questions about how many of them were dead okay that would have been disappointing I did give her the spoiler on Delenn that she died last month yeah that was a tough one I didn't even know until uh, I checked Box Lightner's fucking Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking did not make the news no unfortunately she was not a, an important enough actress i'm not a, i'm not like i don't subscribe to the babylon 5 subreddit no 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 i uh, i don't care about gifts of londo saying stuff which sure. is probably i think it's probably 90 percent of the content i find it hard to believe there'd be a lot of new ground to be broken on that uh no you we wouldn't subreddit. think so anyway uh, so, like, one of the first things she asked last night was if Katsulis was, quote, a Shakespearean. Oh, you know he is. And, uh, so I looked it up, and, uh, the answer is, like, maybe? Oh, okay. He, his, he got, he got his degree in theater at Indiana University. Mm, nice. So... You know, maybe, but he, well, then he toured for 15 years in a touring theater, international touring theater company. And the leader of that touring theater company was Royal Shakespeare Company. So, oh. you know, um, but yeah, like sort that of was that. an easy call. Uh, once you've seen him chewing it up in the council chambers, uh, getting Sinclair sent off to the Vorlon homeworld, etc. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All that business. Then she asked me where Peter uh, Jurisic is from. You said, oh, North said, Carolina, well, who cares? He's in North Carolina now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It turns out he was born in uh, the Bronx or something or Queens. Yeah. Uh, so he's doing that, whatever that accent is. And she and she did ask, is he going to do this accent the whole series? And I said, yes. And he's going to wear that purple coat the whole series. So <laughs> That's right. Get used it's to that. It's kind of the star of the show. Enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I told her, I gave her another brief spoiler, that he had six dingalings. Yeah. They do. Uh, she said, really? Like, is that real? Or is that a lie that you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I make up a lot of lies about yep. how many dicks they have. He's got six of them. She thinks that Centauri and Mimbari, too close too close together in sound. I mean, she's not wrong. How's she going to keep them straight? I know them very well, obviously. They're my good friends, the Centauri and the Mimbari, but I still sometimes say Centauri when I mean Mimbari. It's just they but are close. It is true. It is true that they're close. <sighs> I don't know. I've never had real. I've never really had trouble keeping them okay. separate. Uh, she somehow instinctively did not ask any questions about any of the characters in the show who she will not be seeing when we watch episode two. <laughs> you know how there's some yeah. replacements. Yeah, there's some. There are a few people who we will never fucking see again, and one that we won't see for a while again. Right. Well, she somehow didn't have any questions about any of those people. Mm. So maybe she's already picked up on whatever the studio was picking up on. Um, although it's hard to say that it's acting talent, because who is worse in that pilot than Sinclair? Um, I mean, he's a terrible actor throughout his entire I mean, run on the show. Obviously, his girlfriend Caroline is a little worse, and Michael Garibaldi is not great. But No, <laughs> no and Garibaldi really settles in. To a, a, a fucking poor man's, um, what's his fucking name? 
I mean, I assume Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. A poor man's Bruce Willis, but he starts <laughs> doing it like on purpose. And then didn't you tell me at one point he actually acted in a movie as his brother? So I think he figured out that was his lane, was just to be a poor man's Bruce Willis. <laughs> Is that he's Bruce Willis's Stephen Baldwin? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, he's um, he's like Bruce Willis, but like less DNA or something. Uh, In the beginning... Babylon 5 in the beginning, you can get for $2 on Amazon Prime. Two bucks. But it's not on HBO? I looked. It's not in there somehow. It didn't make the feed. That sucks. But Um, it's a much, much, much better setup for the show. I'll spend two bucks. I'll spend two bucks. We'll watch that. Yeah, it's got all of our familiar friends. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't have Delenn with hair, does it? No, it's in the beginning. Like the fucking okay. title says. She's got to. She's got to put that big fake chin back on and everything. <laughs> oh no! Luckily, that goes away after the pilot. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, they changed some of their makeup. Like Jakar's makeup's different. Delenn's makeup's different. I don't know about Londo. I'm not sure, but um, some of them. Look Londo a looks different. pretty, pretty much like I expected. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Uh, when the Vorlon ship dropped out of uh, hyper, came through the gate to uh, pick up Sinclair. Katie said again. This looks bad. <laughs> well, unfortunately, if she's in, it if she's in for the graphics, does. if she's in for the graphics, it's never really going to get there. It doesn't get there. Okay, but like this show is a contemporary of Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. and I get that they were trying to do it all for cheap. Yeah, on a bunch of silicon graphics computers or whatever. But oh, like, so you get that it was PTEN. You get that they could have made a they could have made a couple of studio models, right? <laughs> no, what PTEN? Like, they ain't got that. Could, could they have just not built the Zocalo set and just built a studio model instead? Where would they have stored? They would have had to store the models in the Zocalo. You know they didn't have offices. Yeah, PT. That's true. That'd be funny, by the way, if they were just storing them there. <laughs> <laughs> like someone on the Zocalo selling a model of a Narn heavy cruiser. Okay, I guess. By by the way, they totally could do that. They could have the <laughs> yeah. the hero models for the ships for every race just as background decoration in the Zocalo. Right. It would be easy. I'm going to go back in time, and I'm going to make PTE and a total success. I'm going to fix time tracks. I'm going to fix fucking... Um, I'm going to send them... Is that PTN or just a straight UPN joint? I don't even know. But I'm going to fix... Um, the one with the Sinisirans. Star uh, Command. Yes. Star Command. <clears throat> um, Like... In this pilot episode, this pilot movie, we see everyone's regular uniforms. We also see dress uniforms for at least three of the Earth Force characters. Couldn't they have spent that $800 on a big model? Mm, also, that model changes. That that ship that you see there, the Narn yeah. ship, that's not what they look like later. No, it was, I said it was a Vorlon ship. No, isn't there, a Narn, isn't there a Narn one in there, too? It's, it's like a totally different uh. model, though. Yeah, I think a Narn cruiser because, uh, again, like I said, Jakar's the villain in this one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's fucking horrible to watch. And the hardest thing for me was every time someone delivered a real clangor of a line, uh, it was very hard for me not to look at Katie and say, that was important. There's a whole episode <laughs> about that later. That's right. Oh, man, I must have been the worst when I watched these with Marjan all of the four times <laughs> I've watched them with Marjan. Because Marshawn's memory is very bad about things that don't matter. Right. She's very good at remembering things for her job or whatever. But, like, if we're watching a TV show that we have seen seven times before, she has no memory. Like, she's never seen it. 
So probably all four times we watched all the Babylon 5s together, I was like, you're going to want to pay attention right now. Right now. Hey, check this out. Put your phone down. Look at this. It's the fucking end of the movie, and that bad Mimbari gets electrocuted, and he's laying on the ground, and he says in his weird, somewhat androgynous voice, there is a hole in your mind. In your mind. And it's so fucking terrible to watch, and I can't like look over at Katie and go, huh? It's getting Did good. you hear that thing he said about the hole in his mind? That's gonna, that you just put that in the back of your mind, you just keep that, fucking bookmark that, that's gonna be important later. You'll find it's out. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you should just just do it. Trust your instincts and <laughs> I do that. I should. Because if you're not going to sell it, who's going to sell it? Marjan. Uh, there's a there's a great scene where the doctor pulls a medical Lexan rod off the wall to attack the guy in the changeling net. <laughs> Yep. And um, just, you know, what's that Lexan rod doing there? Then he fucking cold blasts him with a laser that's just in what looks like the reception for the <laughs> medical bay. What's that laser do? That's not safe. No. If you can wipe a dude like that, then no, you shouldn't be able to just have that out. I mean, he just shoots his hand a little, but still. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it doesn't seem safe. Um, That doctor, he's, a, he's one of the replacements. He's the guys who gets replaced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie will know that by the time she hears this. He don't come back later. <clears throat> also, I think I said when we watched the first half, uh, she kept asking about every character. Is that Stims? <laughs> He's not <laughs> and in And I had this. to say on a couple of occasions, Stims isn't in this one. <laughs> I know that five people have said Stims, that they're established, they've already established the concept of Stims, and there will be five episodes about that later. Yes. But... Uh, <laughs> They do a lot of... You can't say they didn't do legwork, man. It's all legwork. Everything that they do is legwork. Well, it's... uh, So I don't know which of these two things is true. Either JMS did have a big grand plan for all of this, Mm -hmm. like he always contends and like I have never believed, Uh or uh, the benefit of having a showrunner who cares about the universe of the show is that they remember the stuff that's been said and they work it back in later, which yeah. is a thing that 100% does not happen on Star Trek. Yeah, one of those two things is true, and um, I'm not sure which one it is either, but you're uh, the other thing is just having one person responsible the whole fucking yeah. time instead of just farming it out to 23 fucking writers and being like, good luck, everybody. Any- any writer who's written on two episodes of Starsky and Hutch and has a script. <laughs> exactly right. Fucking Star Trek. Again, Star Trek is such an abused IP. It's I don't know why it's never been treated right. But um, So I don't know. I'm sure the Germans have a word for the feeling of hating the scene where Sinclair throws his challenge coin that proves he was on the line mm-hmm. at the wall in anger. But then also having to say, but you got to listen to this next thing where he explains what happened on the Battle of the Line. It's very important. What is Katie doing during uh, watching this movie? Uh, window shopping on her laptop. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. It's a struggle. <laughs> I feel it. Hey, listen, I know this sucks to watch. I know that this the thing that he just did was very melodramatic and bad. <laughs> and, oh, now his bad girlfriend's here. But... Oh, yeah, and I know it makes no sense when she says to him, so you were on the line, you never told me. But 
you gotta listen when he explains what happened on the Battle of the Line. It's like it's basically foundational for the whole series. Also, don't question it later when everyone in the whole universe knows he was on the line and he talks about yeah. it quite a lot. He, he didn't when he tell never this lady. Shuts up about the Battle of the Line. I guess he hated her. He didn't want to tell her any of his business. But like, fucking everyone will know later. Um, yeah, I guess Marjan sold the movie, sold the series best to Katie because that's the only reason she wants to even watch it, right? Just because of what Marjan <laughs> yeah, said. I think so. Okay. I'll just have Marjan give her a pep talk every once in a while then. <laughs> I was, I'll say it again. I mean, Marjan cries at multiple points throughout the series whenever we The watch only it. thing I can say about this is so, like, for sure, if you did a back to back night where you watched this pilot movie and then you watched the first episode of Stargate SG1 <laughs> and you said, all right, so what do you want to watch going forward? 100% of people would say Stargate SG-1. Okay, yeah. And frankly, I have watched all of Stargate SG-1. It's pretty watchable. Okay. But it's like, it's such a tough sell watching this fucking thing. Well, I'm sure by the time she sees, again, my favorite thing to bring up from season one, when when she sees Linear build that motorcycle, it'll all be worth it. <laughs> She has no idea that Linear is a part of the universe. Oh. She doesn't. She doesn't know about Veer. You can excitedly There's... tell her that Linear was the little boy in Lost in Space, and now That's he right. gets That'll to be, be on a space show again. For her. It'll be as exciting for her as it was for our dad. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Only for people who were old when the show came out in the nineties. That's Bill Moomy. <laughs> you know who what? that is? What do you mean? Who's Bill Moomy? <laughs> he was the little kid on Lost in Space. I don't know. They had a robot with arms. Yeah, you're. It wasn't that good, but it was. I watched it when I was a kid. Anyway, I'm old. I think and it's one of the, the characters was coded as gay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, now <laughs> fucking thirty years on, that is uh, <laughs> even less of a big deal. But you can still tell her; it'll be exciting. Yeah, it will be exciting. Yeah, when Walker uh, Smith, the bravest of his race, wa- fucking walks into the sands of Mutado, bl- whatever he says, the sands of blood, sands of blood, into the yeah. sands of blood. Steps Walker, Walker Smith. Smith. Not Walker, Walker Keel. Keel. He's the bravest of his race. <laughs> Walker Keel's a different guy. He was pretty brave, but he's not the same. <laughs> oh, he was willing to fight corruption wherever he saw it. That's right. He was willing In to have a secret the meeting. the most conspiratorial, <laughs> bullshitty way that no one could believe. Also, maybe, we all think it's probably Captain Ricks, but maybe it was him. Maybe he was the alien. We don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it was Ricks. It had to be Ricks. Ricks flunks that test hard. And they all just look at him and go, nah, what are you going to do? <laughs> Yeah, fucking Ricks. Nobody's perfect, you know? <laughs> if Walker Keel had looked over and said, Ricks, God damn it. We j- I just explained that memory was their weakness. Uh, if only it was ever self-aware. Oh, it's not him. He's just a dipshit. If it was ever self-aware, it would get so many more points on our rubric. Be like, what am I supposed to do? That scene where Ricks I mean, there goes, have been a lot mm-hmm. of... There have been a lot of times where if someone had just said one snarky thing, I would have given it a 10 in execution. I can remember. I just that. wasn't paying attention. That's what that's what I said. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know if the Germans have an emotion for the scene at the end where uh, Lieutenant Commander Laurel... T- sure. Doesn't matter. She's not in the next one. Yeah. Gives a uh, broadcast on all channels that Babylon 5 is open for business. And you have to go, I know in universe that makes no sense, but they were aware. <laughs> it just does seem like she knows this was the end of a pilot movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not. 
That wasn't amazing. I wouldn't even have shown that. I honestly wouldn't. Like, they will occasionally <laughs> address what happened in the pilot, but mainly only when Lita comes back. I was just like, season one, episode one, let's go. Yeah, I, I would have skipped the pilot. So, it's so rough, it's very hard to watch. Like, season one Why in general, not good. did go to series? I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> PTN was able to get that on any television. It's like, anyway. if JMS is really good in the room, where are all his other series? <laughs> we found out he wrote something. We saw something recently that he was the writer. I think it was one of the Marvel movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. He still gets work, but it's like, where's his big operatic series since, you know, after this one? Some people only got the one good idea, man. It's really true. It's like, like some people, they just got one. And like that's more than a lot of people. A lot of people don't have any, but like... I mean, I think we had spent the entire movie just nitpicking the writing, this Marvel movie we were watching. And then at the end, it was like, screenwriter, J. Michael Straczynski. It's like, oh, <laughs> whoops. I, my theory is that he needs help from his actors. He needs his actors to figure out these characters and what uh, makes them people. So having a Katsulis and a, a Jurassic and sure a box lightener around. Well, I mean, like, it's it's very obvious in the pilot that Katsulis is the best actor on the show. Mm-hmm. I'd believe that. And there are even one or two pretty good... You know, no, no Londo is better than beaten Londo. Yeah. Peter Jurisic plays beaten the way that uh, James, what's his name, Admiral Jurok, spits words. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sloy, Sloy... What is it? Yeah, it's Slo- Sloyvan or Sloyan or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the way he ain't been in nothing else. He so. bitterly spits out every line. <laughs> yeah, but that's how uh, Londo is with like having to apologize for basically being blackmailed into voting against Sinclair because yeah. his dad did atrocities on Narn. Granddad did atrocities on Narn. Oh, there are scenes from Londo in the series where, um, you know, when your mouth gets all full of saliva when you're about to throw up. <laughs> I get that feeling in my mouth. And I imagine that's what's happening to him. <laughs> but it is, uh, it's, it's clear that this is the Andreas Katzula show here. Like, no, no question. It never stops asked. being it. It gets to the point where when they do the make up season, season five, the unplanned, uh, we better throw something on TV because a real network bought us season. Um, when that comes along, they just do a bunch of Jakar stuff that doesn't even make any sense because they need him to have a lot of lines. They're like, we need to have him on the fucking show because people are watching it now and he's the only one who can really do this. So he's in every episode and you're like, he has no role. He's just in it. Box Lightner and uh, Mira Furlan or whatever, they're doing okay, but... (laughs) They can't do this on their own. They really can't. Can we get... We need at least nine minutes of Katsulis or this ain't gonna fly. (laughs) Just like Katsulis voiceovers and fucking... He's just like reading poetry in the background. You're like, I don't know what this is about, but it sounds good. Um, I mean, the show really is kind of the the Londo and Jakar show, just in general. It's yeah. arc. So, um, well, that's cool. That's cool that you finished the one. Yeah, we're through one, and I assume every single episode we watch, I'll have probably a solid twenty minutes to talk about. So, and honestly, after this shit one if you go back and watch the double pilot the double secret pilot the repilot the repilot it will be so much more impressive by comparison (laughs) 
I assume so. I think that's what I'll propose to Katie. And you'll I mean, be like, not today because it's her birthday and she doesn't deserve that. But yeah, you know right, what right. I mean. It'll, it'll be, you can say, look, uh, we're going to have to go back to season one. And it'll be bad again for a while. But this is what it turns into. It's like, um, it's competent. <laughs> How about that? Well, they figured a, a bunch of stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you didn't grow up watching TV uh, as a child or you didn't have cable or whatever. You never watched The Sentinel. You don't know nothing about seven days, so that's right. You never saw time tracks. So here's the thing: <laughs> these guys had a lot of figuring out to do about some real basic stuff, and <laughs> it, Babylon Five was where they did it. And I don't think this network exists anymore. PTEN? There's no way. There's no way it can exist. I can't believe they did anything after Babylon Five. Oh, after Babylon 5 got sold to yeah, TNT? I think, I think Probably they sold not. that off and went, all right, we did it, guys. <laughs> Fucking all right. mission That's accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take the $30,000 each and get out of town. <laughs> Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I look forward to hearing more about the journey through B5 because it's, uh, it's yeah. better. It's just better than the uh, the shows we have to watch on the the other weeks. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe before the next mailbag, I'll read a chapter of Romance in Three Kingdoms, too. And then uh... <laughs> this, will just be, this will be the podcast it was always supposed to be. Exactly. Before I had a bad idea that we have now done a hundred full episodes of. <laughs> which only amount to about probably 270, 280 hours. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's been bad. It's been bad. And everyone came along on the journey and we appreciate it. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, next week we're back on. Back on that Star Trek grind. Let's do it. What we got? Uh, if you're going to watch along, I mean, we told Ben in person last week, but, you know. Hey, Ben, if you need a reminder, we're watching Darmok. Oh, boy. That could be a long one. We could have a lot to say about that one. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> um, We're watching The Assignment. I, I don't know which one that is, but I don't. It don't matter. You know, uh, maybe it'll be a break from war being hell. I, I mean, don't know. I figure we're just in that phase now, unless it's a you know a special episode about baseball or something. Let me see the assignment DS nine. I think I probably looked this up last week. Oh, I did. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's been a little while since we just had a random space phenomenon. So, okay, cool. Now we got one of those. <laughs> oh, the Voyager episode is called "Nothing Human." I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. They'll let it be a surprise. Uh, yep. So Star Trek's next time. Uh, and then we'll do mailbag again. And we don't need to do a holiday bracket. That's been done, I think. I think we knocked that one out. So. Yeah, it turns out we're real grumps and we don't like holidays. <laughs> oh, seems like something everyone would be able to get behind, but we both rejected them. <laughs> what about holidays, though? Fucking hate them. The food sucks. I hate people. <laughs> I want to be around anyone, and I'm old, and I hate myself. I want to go to bed earlier. Uh, send us mail. I can't say I love the mailbag segment, but I guess I've got to kill time somehow. So send us mail. It's Ad Brother Day. I mean, if you don't, well, we can always talk about Babylon 5 more. <laughs> That's right. For anyone, has anyone out there seen it? Anyone? Ben? <laughs> no. Ben, you seen it? Uh... It seems like it's something that Bari could have seen, but I don't think he has. Yeah, let us know. Anybody out there, let us know if you've seen Babylon 5 since I've been referencing it since 2016 on this podcast. So I should have asked that a long time ago. Um, 
So anyway, at Brother Date on the Twitter machine, uh, brothers of brotherdate.com for the email. Go to the website, brotherdate.com. It's a great website. It's got um, it's got links, links, and it's got pr- projects, and it's got the episodes on it. And that's it, man. As you believe, so shall you do. So shall you do. As you believe, so shall you do. So shall you do. It's weird to not weird to do that on a not Star Trek week. I gave him one of those squirrel coffers. Please <laughs> <laughs> subscribe.